The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash N-B-A-D-O-G for all the details. Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Darth Sidious straight from Tatooine. Joel Meyer down here, gentlemen. And see, we hit that intro this time. Probably we're doing something right, boys. How the hell are we doing tonight? Um, it's going along here. It's a Monday night. Phillies are just choking away the the NLCS here. Lost game six at home, five one. Got game seven tomorrow. Um, oh. I'm still confident. I still think they got it, but it's just been uh, – we Joel and I were talking before that. We're mushing them. Everyone's mushing them, saying, saying no matter – they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make gonna make the World Series. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what goes on there. And we're in Flyers land, first place. First place in the Metro here, baby. So uh, <laughs> well, let's go Flyers. Yep, things are, things are good over here too. Very nice uh, weekend, especially in the NFL. Massive, massive tease around. Robin came through for me every freaking leg. Managed to avoid the Dolphins, avoid the Bills. Bills got a, a big upset as, as like eight and a half point favorites. Go, pay, go Patriots. Um, yeah, my team's all kicked ass too this weekend. Lazio won. LSU ran out Army. The troops, 62 nothing. Um, Avalanche are 5-0 and now, beating the Hurricanes. And uh, the, even the fucking Bears won. So it's a, a good, good day over here. Hell yeah. Um, I'm doing all right. I had an absolutely abysmal day in football yesterday, so I'm not as happy as Joel Meyer is when it comes to the NFL. But I'll tell you what we do got going on. My work, like we got a bunch of guys. We do all these pools. I've talked about a bit on the show. Uh, a bonus pool we do is a survivor pool every year. And we are notorious for having like two, three, sometimes even four pools going on per season. Last year, literally, we had four pools going on because we all sucked. Everybody stunk. Well, we fired up our second one of the year. Starting yesterday was the first week of the new Survivor Pool. There's 24 of us in there. There is currently six left after one week. It's ugly, bro. It's ugly. Honestly, the six of us that are left, every one of us took Seattle. And I'm still alive in it, baby. So let's go. They took down the Cardinals. Uh, about half the pool was on the Bills. So that was anytime Buffalo loses, it's a win in my book. So that's awesome to see. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing good, man. You know, there's a, there a big pull-up, uh, pull-through comeback game from the Leafs the other day. That was pretty awesome, you know. Uh, I, I think we were, the sky was falling as what normally happens in Toronto when they play like shit for three periods. But, hey, they, they got the dub. They don't ask how. They ask how many, baby. And other than that, I got a kitty, man. I bought a cat today, my girl and I. So he's just sitting. I'm not going to pick him up right now because he's a little sleepy. But if he starts moving and shaking, I'll fucking – I'll get the little guy on the camera. Little Bowie Jenkins. You got Bowie Jenkins, and he's a star. 
He's, he's, he's a cute little guy there. It's, it's, yeah, it's, he's, he's, uh, after he's Bo our, our fourth co-host. <laughs> after Bo Horvat. Definitely <laughs> not after Bo Horvat, all right? I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, all right, let's get rocking and rolling here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, we got a monster hockey th- day tomorrow there's a 16 game slate every team of the nhl is playing they gave it a name wasn't it like it's like ice frenzy frozen or something frenzy frozen frenzy I, I guess yeah yeah yeah. so tomorrow's the frozen frenzy and to give the nhl credit they fucking staggered their games i think they're every 15 minutes or something like that so that's good to see uh, obviously we're going to get into that we got the nfl that's going on right now the uh the vikings are playing san fran uh college football has been absolutely sick you know, there's a little bit of a golf tournament. Colin Morikawa got a big win out there. You know, it's it's shitty winter golf, but hey, you can still gamble it. I haven't, but you know, maybe it's something I'll start looking into a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. That's officially the first golf tournament of the season, right? Like the new season started. Yeah. Zozo. Technically, but like, I mean, to me, like personally, like until the tournament of the champions tees off, like it's, it's irrelevant, you know. But um, either way, so that's sick. There's tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got baseball playoffs. Ryan. We're sorry about your failures today. Hey, game seven. To, what's do they not get days off in between? Like, what's what's up with that? Um, it's usually days off between so game one and two, and then a day off, and then game three, four, and five, and then a day off, and then game six and seven. So usually two two or three days off uh in the series. I think there are more days off in, in the world series, but we, we got we got home field here. I'm I'm feeling good. Uh we'll we'll see in uh, about 24 hours though. What are what are tickets running? Are they like sold out oh, already? I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, like for for like wildcard round, like hundreds, like World Series is, are already like fifteen hundred cheapest on on the secondary market. So, yeah, uh, I'll I'll be rooting from my couch. Yeah, the boy, get a couple marks into you. We'll be rooting with you. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Go check out the SGPN website. Read the articles. Everyone's killing it. Ryan's fantasy article is absolutely sick. Uh, listen to the other shows. Everybody always does a wicked job too. Man, so be sure to check that out. Uh, tons of great shows on the network. Everybody's absolutely killing it. Like we said, we got football, hockey, basketball. I think is kicking, you know, or hooping or whatever yeah. the hell they do tomorrow is, night, Tuesday night. Is that the opener? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck. I can't wait to see a bunch of losers and Raptors jerseys walking around the city. But hey, you go to a bar, you can't even watch a Leaf game anymore. It sucks. But anyways, uh, so that's cooking and shaking. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Hell yeah, go check it out. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been rocking, bro. You know, everybody's having a good time. We're getting some good dialogue in there. We had somebody come in and said, "Oh, this channel is more so for just talking about hockey than posted." bets it's like that's kind of what we want bro like post post your bets all you want by all means but like at least be willing to talk about you know why you're betting this what the lean is you know don't just post your fucking slip and expect any of us to care so i've been seeing a lot of ducks getting thrown towards parlays ways which i absolutely love that's awesome dude so shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're not making money uh you're also not having a good time if you want to get in there you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll be sure to point you in the right direction you can also reach out to the hdp twitter account where our social media assistant producer uh he'll point you in the right direction too he's an absolute beauty he's killing it or uh you can <laughs> you can declare your declare your life and soul to the powers of the sith and because there can be only two and if you do that and what's joel meyer darth sidious over here takes you under the wing to teach you the ways of the dark side of the force he'll uh he might whisper over to you and say hey if you want to learn it you know how to do that lightning bolt fingers first thing you got to do is get in the discord baby and let's show you what's good i knew a star wars reference was coming <laughs>
Yeah, that uh, Twitter account is at Hockey SGPN. Make sure you're also subscribed to the Hockey Demon Podcast where I listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Subscribe on YouTube as well so you get notifications when we go live like we like we are doing now for, for most shows. So uh, mm-hmm. keep an eye out for those around 9 p.m. Eastern, you know, give or take a few hours depending on depending on our schedules and whatnot. But come try to be live. Uh, most shows, maybe most nights, we'll see how things go there. Um. Yeah, I, I just want to have a little a little rant here before we get into the games about this whole frozen frenzy thing about how the NHL is just patting itself on its back. Oh, we have every game, every team's playing. They're staggered. Great, great job. You, you, first of all, you're competing with NBA op- open o- opening night, so you're not going to get any any people from that, which you care about more the NBA than, than the NHL. Also, we have one game tonight. We have one game Wednesday. There were two games on Sunday. There were two games on Friday. Like I would rather see staggered scheduling i understand you can't do it balance because nba is there nights and whatnot and the scheduling conflicts but th- like they're they're hyping this up and, and it's going to be cool hopefully but you're not even going to get to watch half of the games especially if your team is playing like you're not going to watch other other games unless it's a blowout so i i understand what they're doing they're trying to draw in the fan but th- this ho- hopefully it you know brings people in but it's it's not what i like to see julie what do you think about it uh, we mentioned uh, off air that it, it checks also that there's only like two games on at night. Like there's one really late game, like an, an eight o'clock PST time, which you never see with the Flyers and the Knights. And then there's the, I don't know, one other game before that. That's, uh, I don't know, at like uh, 630 or 730 or whatever. But yeah, they, they, they got all these games on like the afternoon and the evening. This is Pacific time, obviously. And then only a couple late games. So, uh, yeah, they could stagger the start times, but they could at least push a little later. I mean, I don't know why I have a game on at three West Coast time and then only uh, one game on or two games on after seven. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Plus, yeah, I totally agree with Ryan with the the one game a day thing. that That's bullshit, um, especially when they're not even night games. I mean, I'm speaking selfishly here. Uh, on Friday, too, there wasn't even a night game. So, you know, you know, us working folk, we we miss uh, most of the first game anyway, so there's nothing to watch. Uh, so yeah, that sucks for us especially. But yeah, it sucks for everyone that there's only one or two games on a day, and then <laughs> you get like a fucking uh, orgy on uh, Tuesdays, and <laughs> Saturdays, Thursdays. A bukkake, bro. An yeah. <laughs> ice bukkake. <laughs> bukkake, you said? A bukkake. <laughs> That's what they should have named it. The, the frozen bukkake, baby. That's what we're calling it, whatever they do this oh, yes. from now on. That's awesome. Uh, um, but, I, okay, I hate to be that guy on this, but it kind of sucks. Like, And I know that this is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. But let's face it, Toronto Maple Leafs traditionally are one of the bigger markets in the NHL. You know, you can laugh at me all you want, whatever. Why the fuck are we starting this at 6 p.m.? Like, I, I'm being selfish. Like, I work, like, 12-hour days. I'm not off work until 7. I don't get home until 7.45. This game is pretty much going to be over by the time I get home. Why can't you have, like, I don't know. Like, why can't we get, like, Dallas and Pittsburgh starting things off at 6 p.m. or something? Like, why is it got to be the least? Yeah. That should be the first yeah. Exactly, hundred percent. If you're gonna rock and roll at six p.m., I get it. Most people get off work at five, so like for the for the mass population, yes, it shouldn't be a problem and shit, or three or five, whatever. But uh, it's just me being a bit of a bitch. But I think it sucks because I'm gonna miss that game. But yeah, m- uh, move move saber sends down or move devil Canadians down like those, those Ducks jackets. Like I guess they're already at six thirty, but still. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, the whole concept is, I guess, games are going off every 15 minutes or so, I guess, from uh, about six o'clock to about 11 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time. And that is the frozen book hockey, baby. The NHL thinks they know what they're doing. So uh, good on them. We'll see how it works. Uh, now, there are 16 games, so we are going to power through them. Before we get that, we're going to run through our lock dogs and totals from last show. Uh, I think collectively as a show, we have to start getting our shit together a little bit here. It's been a little bit ugly, the two shows that we've been doing this. Uh, for myself, I went 2-1. and one. I'm up 0.01 units because I fucked up my lock. Uh, Jolie went 1-2. and two. He's down 1.36 units on the week. And Mr. Oh, I ain't going 0-3 ever. Went 0-3 in week two, and he's down four units on Mr. Ryan. Tough goal for a lot of us here. Uh, I'll kick us off, dude. I had the Leafs money line versus Florida in this game. They got absolutely shit on all over. I think it was like a 4-1 final or something like that. It wasn't even close. Um, for my dog, I had Arizona on the money line versus St. Louis, a plus 110. This is a game that we were all pretty kind of heavy on. I think we're leaning towards the Goats. And, yeah, I think that they were on the road, so they kind of got the got the little edge as a dog when it came to the odds here. But, yeah, but they beat the shit out of St. Louis. And then for my total, I had uh, Nashville, New York Rangers, under 6, minus 110. Goalie game, bro. You got Saros and you got Shosturkin. What do you expect? It went under. So, hell yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I am happy I made the decision to go to the Flyers game and watch them so I didn't have to watch my, my bet, lo- bet lose here. I had the Hurricanes as my lock at Seattle. Uh, I believe Hurricanes lost that 1-7-4. Kraken really had a goal-scoring outburst there. Uh, my dog were the Canucks, plus 120 at Tampa Bay. That was a uh, closer game, 4-3 loss there. So, you know, that de- decent pick, I guess. And then my total, Coyotes Blues under 6. Uh, Coyotes scored 6 themselves with the Blues adding 2. So that's my uh, 0-3 night. Right. Uh, my lock was the Oilers team total over three and a half. I think they only scored once against uh, the dominant Flyers. Uh, very hard checking. Uh, I think Carter's Hart said the game before against the Canucks was um, the hardest he's seen his play team play in years. And I figured, you know, they can't follow up the hardest game they play in years with another similar game. Uh, well, they, they, they did. They did. And better. <laughs> they totally shut down the Oilers. Uh turned out to be a very bad bet. Um, they couldn't break through at all. Um, my dog, though. This is, this is the best bet of the year so far. Preds money line, um, plus 164 against the Rangers. He, uh, he, they just chased Shesterkin out. I think four goals on, on 14 shots, and uh, they didn't let in too, um, uh, too many chances go their way either. I think it was a 4-1 final, uh, so that was a nice one. But then this was not a nice one. The total, uh, Kings Wild under six. There were six goals in the first period, so I was already writing it off. Uh, but there's a scoreless scoreless second and then a, a scoreless first uh, eight or nine minutes of the third. So I'm like, oh, can I pull off a miracle here? But no, Kings score a couple more. <laughs> Wild just didn't show up defensively this one. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've won both my dogs. It's just the locks and totals keep fucking me. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll get better, yo. It's been a little shaky, but I got a good feeling about this week, boys. You know, we got 16 games. There's no way that we – I shouldn't say there's no way, but fingers crossed we don't shit the bed here. Um, all right, we do have 16 games. Gentlemen. Are we ready to rock and roll on the massive, massive 16-game slate for Tuesday, October 24th, the NHL's first inaugural Frozen Book Hockey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. First game on the docket. We talked about it a little bit when it comes to the time. At the 6 p.m. time spot, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington here. Uh, Leafs on the money line is sitting at minus 170. Washington on the money line at plus 142. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here boys this toronto team man uh, it's we talked about it a little bit in the discord the other day when they were playing um fuck who did they play i don't even fucking remember for christ's sakes the lightning 
The Lightning, yes. Thank you, Joel. Um, we talked about it like, hey, you know, we thought this first two games that, yeah, the Leafs are they're, they're playing awesome. Well, it turns out when Austin Matthews doesn't score a hat trick in every game, the team's not looking that great, man. And there, there's a lot of defensive woes, you know. Like, don't get me wrong. There's certain players that are playing well when you took the likes of Matthews and you took the likes of William Nylander. But from a defensive point of view, they haven't really been able to find it. Hasn't been clicking. You can say that it was built that way with the talent or lack of talent so back there. So it's been concerning, man. And this is something we talked about when it came to the preview with this team. It's with the amount of turnover from the top of the organization to the coaches to the players on the ice. You know, we can expect this. And it got overshadowed in those first two games. But we're kind of seeing this team do what we thought they would do so that's just where i stand on the actual leafs for this game though i gotta bet the leafs bro the capitals have been worse this year's been brutal Ovi can't even get shots on nets i don't even think he scored a goal yet this year like it just looks ugly bro goaltending's a little bit suspect back there with darcy kemper like uh, i don't know the caps look absolutely abysmal so hopefully the leafs can go in on the road and get the win at minus 170 so that will be my play i am also leaning towards the under in this game um, the under six and a half at plus 100 here. Joseph Wool is confirmed to start. Uh, he actually has looked good in that. I believe he started uh, three games ago. I believe he got his first start. And yes, it was a loss, but they looked okay. And then yesterday or last game, he came in and was absolutely lights out. I don't think he got scored on. He had a couple of massive saves on Kucherov in the third period. He looked okay in overtime as well. So if that's the case, and with the Caps not being able to score, the Leafs kind of having some troubles offensively, except for the big boys. I'm going to take the under six and a half of plus 100 here. Yeah, I I love the Leafs in this body. I mean, I, I think the Capitals, you know, they're what one and two, one two and one right now. But I don't think that they should have a win. They they got the shootout win against the Flames when they were severely outplayed in that game. Flames outshot them forty twenty three. The Capitals have only scored what five goals through their first four games. Like you said, Ovi can't get anything going whatsoever. I mean, coming back home might be nice for him, but th- this Leafs team, you know, they're still. I mean, you talked all about it, like they're not playing up to the level, but they still have so much more talent. They're so much better on paper. They're so much better on the ice. They have a better goalie with Joseph Wall over over Darcy Kemper. So, you know, pretty much have the advantage in every every main area. Um, expected goals four. Capitals are seventh worst. Leafs, I believe, are eighth best. So, you know, as long as the Leafs, you know, don't turn over the puck too much. And even then, who's, who's even going to score for the Capitals? I, I like the Leafs here a lot. I'm on this 170. And yeah, I'll, I'll take that under six and a half, especially at, at even money there. I don't think the Capitals are going to score more than two. It's just a matter of will the Leafs put up, you know, four or five. Right. I think uh, we all agree in this game. Uh, I don't think that the market realizes how bad the Capitals are. And uh, I don't think it might be a little bit of time before we realize that. Uh, but until then, it is, we're going to keep making money on them fading them um so yeah the leafs here are a much better team um top five team in my ratings top five top five uh offensively and um yeah the, the, the goalie change i like that samsonov hasn't looked great this year but the walls looked okay uh didn't yeah i didn't let in goal against the lightning came in cold too um mm-hmm. right on a power play with the lightning um but the, he stoned them um so yeah i like the leafs here uh, one thing i do like since um we talked about how uh, bad their blue line looked early on. Uh, they've really tried to work on that, fix it up. So uh, I think that the only way you can look total-wise is, is the under with the, the Leafs' uh, more defensive focus going on. Um, Brody's played a lot better. Giordano's holding down the fort. Even um, uh, Klingburn isn't, uh, you know, he's, he's not totally giving up the puck like every shift. So that's a start. 
Um, so yeah, under six and a half at even money, I think is a good look. Cause I don't expect the capitals to uh, score too many here and yeah, give me the weight team as well. Right on, man. Uh, all right. Keeping things rock and roll. We're moving down to the six thirty PM time slot. We got a, we got a fucking trash can game here. We got the Anaheim ducks against the Columbus blue jackets game itself is in Columbus here. Uh, the ducks on the money line sitting at plus plus one twenty four. uh, jackets on the money line at minus minus one forty eight. the over under set at six and a half over paying off minus minus one twelve. the under minus one Oh eight. Um, how do you pick a side? You know what? The ducks, They've lost like they're what they're one and four, I think, on the year or something like that. One win, four losses, but they haven't looked terrible. Like they've been in games, I guess, if that's worth anything. Uh, I, I'm kind of concerned here. I see Lucas Dostal is expected to start. I mean, does it really matter? You're playing against Columbus, but Columbus does have some firepower, man. Like so Goudreau, a line is injured, I believe. We established that before the show. Um, and then Vantilli, he had his first NHL goal the other day, so maybe that pops up, the kid pop off a little bit. But uh, I kind of got to go with the Jackets here at home, man. Minus one forty-eight. Um, Elvis Mers Leakins has been he's been serviceable, dude. A two point six one goals against average, a point nine two zero save percentage, uh, two one and zero on the year to start the season. If he does get the nod for Columbus here, um, and then as far as over under goes. I'm leaning towards the under, bro. Like these are teams that have trouble scoring. You know, uh, the Ducks are ranked 28th in the league for goals, albeit it's only been five games. They're only averaging 2.24 per game. Uh, the Jackets are 17th, so a little bit better. They're only averaging three. Uh, but when it comes to shots on goals, it's it's a little iffy either way, man. And then the way that we've seen some of the goalies play so far, I'm going to be all over the under six and a half at this game. I think I might be quacking here on a, on a Tuesday night, early on a Tuesday night, 630. Uh, you know, the Ducks and Jackets are pro, both pretty bad teams right now. But, you know, looking at the advanced stat numbers, only the, the Leafs have a higher expected goals for per 60 than the Ducks do. Ducks are right there at 3.01. Leafs way up there at 3.26. But, so yeah, expected goals for percentage. Ducks are, are 10th. Uh, Blue Jackets are, are 24th. Obviously, Line A being out is pretty big for the Blue Jackets. He's one of their, you know, three or four offensive players that can really do anything. So yeah, for that reason, I would probably lean to the under as well. But uh, I think the Ducks here are, are have a little bit of value at a plus 124 here they're at. And um, no no strong play on the total, but um, yeah, I, I think Ducks are a good play, plus 124. One thing I learned uh, about the Ducks and their uh, Leo Carlson situation is that they're not going to be playing him every game. He's going to be sitting out a lot, at least early in the season, to kind of break them in slowly, kind of the opposite of the Blackhawks Bedard approach, where they just drop them in the fire and let them play 28 minutes a game. Um, <laughs> so, Leah Carlson, I, we don't know if he's going to play these games or not uh, until the game day, most likely. So, unless you know, you follow some Ducks beat reporter, they, they, and I don't, I'm not doing that. But uh, as far as I know, I've it's it's still up in the air whether he, whether he plays. So that's that's something that matters because he is a damn good player. I, I expect them to play in this one. You know, he's he's going against the uh, the uh, the third overall pick, the guy he should have been behind in the draft. But that's another matter. Um, but that's that's a, an important piece piece of information to learn. Maybe if if you want to wait for you make the bet. But I'm going to be back in the Ducks anyway. My line is only minus one eighteen for the Blue Jackets, so at plus one twenty four, that that's a play. And yeah, they have looked like the better team. Um, Greg Cronin, he was the uh, head coach of the uh, the Sea Eagles, yeah, that's the the Colorado Eagles, um, for a few years, and he's uh, he's, he's he's really tried to institute the Jared Bednar approach, like very uh, defensively oriented, a lot of hard back checking, and that that's that's worked wonders for the Ducks' defense so far. I mean, they they were historically bad last year, but already they they look miles better. 
And with basically the same pieces in town, I don't think that Gudis is moving the needle, especially when he lost um, Shattenkirk as well. Um, but yeah, Ducks here and, and the under, I think, are, are the size. Blue Jackets look very poor offensively and they have Patrick Lani being out. He's, he sucks now anyway, but um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is one of your better goal scorers. At least he can, he can still do that in theory. I mean, he, he looks so out of sorts. Like uh, there was a two-on-one against the uh, the Flames, I think it was, where uh, he chose to pass instead of shoot. That's that's just not the Patrick Lani we know, so he's lost all confidence. Uh, so yeah, give me, the, give me the ducks and the under here. Hmm. Uh, do we know what Lani is out with? I didn't even look. I think it's that Sanderson. that hit from Rasmus Anderson, right? That he got yeah. suspended for. He up a little bit, yeah, to the head, was, I guess. Or something. That's not a head, head injury. Yeah, give mm. him his fortnight back. He'll, he'll be right back on track. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> the last thing he needs. Right? <laughs> He's have a seizure or some shit. Bro. He's got a concussion. <laughs> right? uh, Imagine right, Babcock the- uh, finding him playing <laughs> Fortnite like <laughs> an hour before imagine. the game. That'd be funny to celebrate back to Finland so fucking fast. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to keep it rock and rolling here. Heading down to the 6.45 p.m. time slot. We got a doozy here, yo. The Discord has been waiting for this game since the offseason. There's going to be a war in there. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Uh, we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Canada. It's not in Ottawa because the team doesn't even play in the fucking city they're from. It's in Canada. Uh, Buffalo's on the second night of the back-to-back. I believe Eric Comrie had the start today. So we can probably expect to see Ukapeka Lukanen in net for the Sabres tomorrow. I guess Levi's injured. Uh, anyways, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 130. Ottawa on the money line at minus 155. The over-under is currently set at 7. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Meyer, why don't you take this one away from us, buddy? Sure, yes. You're right about the... Uh... <laughs> there's been no uh, greater argument in the discord of the past couple months than uh, which team's better senators or the sabers well we got a good chance to see them both here uh unfortunately the sabers are on the a back-to-back and they have to go up to canada the next day so that's not ideal uh and we call that a border game and yeah they, they just lost to the Habs, so it's it's a uh, not a good looking team right now they can't they can't score goals they keep expecting them to break out you know given how great they were last year i think they they were definitely a top five in terms of goals scored last year um might have probably better than that but that's what i remember them them just scoring goals letting in goals they've been a bit better defensively and in, in the net with devon levi in particular but offensively they just they just can't put the puck in the net uh, tage thompson doesn't look like uh, his old self and jeff skinner neither and uh yeah, the the uh, the defense is, is looking okay, but uh, the Senators, meanwhile, like even when they lose, they they, they look like uh, they were definitely a better team against the Red Wings, and they, they weren't the better team against the Canes. Their other loss, but they they still were in that game uh, on the Canes home opener. So yeah, the Senators are um, yeah they look like the much better team, the more complete team. It's just uh, they don't have the goaltending right now. Uh, Corpusal just got shell shocked against the Red Wings, uh, even though Debrinkat didn't score. Uh, they didn't even have a shot in net, I don't think, and. Yeah, Corpusal is miserable. I mean, the Red Wings barely shot shot the puck of the net, and he still managed to let in like five, six goals. So, yeah, if, if the Sands get the goal tonight, they're winning this game. So that, that's that's where I'm looking. But I'm, I'm still backing the uh, Sabres to uh, open up the offense at some point. So that's why I'm going to keep uh, betting their overs. I mean, they over seven, even money, that, that's a bit steep. But there's a reason for that. Again, the back's back. It's going to be some loosey-goosey hockey. Senators, very offensively minded. Sabres should be more offensively minded, so uh, maybe try to find a better number. But even at seven, I'd, I'd lean over. But stronger play definitely would be uh, the home team, the Ottawa Senators. 
A lot of good points there. Yeah, I like the sense here as well. Sense minus 155. Like you said, you know, this isn't going to be a true decider of the debate because of the the rest factor, you know, and also some injuries there, especially if Levi's not going to play. But the centers have, have looked good, you know, in every game pretty much. They were in that game of season over against Carolina, won three straight, outplayed Detroit. But you said, I mean, Corpus Allo was shit to bed there. Meanwhile, Buffalo, they, they beat. Tampa Bay in overtime. That was that was their one win. Their other win was against the Islanders, who played at home the night before uh, over over the weekend. So like they don't have you know many. They only have two two wins. Neither of them are are very impressive so far. So you know what? I, I think they'll get there. I think Tage Thompson. You know he's bound to break out. He had five shots tonight. He's been been putting the puck on that. So maybe maybe look for a Tage Thompson goal. You know if that's there. But uh, I love the sense here. Uh, minus one fifty five at home. That probably should go up. So so bet that as as soon as you can. Gentlemen, there comes a time where every man is forced to pick a side. And I've already picked this game. I made my mind up for this game months ago, weeks ago, months. I don't know. I guess months longer than weeks, but months ago in the Discord, I went to war with one man named Thor Lebowski. And I was in the trenches with my boy Thor. We were taking shrapnel from that little young fucking pussy nerd archer. He's throwing it our way, stuffing it in our fucking face. Ooh. Sons are better. Ooh, leadership. Ooh, Timmy Stutzel this and Timmy Stutzel that. Get the fuck out of here. It is a shame that this game is taking place on a back-to-back for the Sabres. And I know that the Sabres have looked like ass so far to start the year. And I know that Ottawa has looked good. But that's just going to make it even better when the big bad boys in Buffalo roll in there to Canada and beat the piss out of the Ottawa Senators. Give me the Buffalo Sabres. What are the odds here? Give me the Sabres plus 130 on the money line here. And I love the over seven at this game. Uh, even if it is seven, it's a high number of plus money. Fucking might as well bet seven and a half, baby. I think we're going to see some goals in this game for sure, especially on the back-to-back. Our boy Ukapeka Lukanen traditionally likes to let one or two in, you know. But I think it's still not going to matter. So give me, give me the boys, give me the Sabres, and give me the over here. Let's fucking go. Is this UPL's first game? I think, so, I right? think it is his first name. Yeah, Carmer, you got the start tonight. Levi's been taking the brunt of shares. Yeah. Yes. What what's wrong with Levi's? Is he sent down or something? I, I think I saw upper body or he's banged yeah, up he, a little he's bit. He's missed he's missed a few games now. I think okay. it's an injury. Um what does it say? I'm seeing lower body broken dick. Yeah. <laughs> lower body. Devin Levi sucks rookie, just couldn't handle his first week in the show. You know, he's putting in too much work off the ice and you know, shit happens, I guess, you know. So there it is. Devin Levi, broken dick. You heard it here first. We got our first broken dick of the season, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Tampa Bay Lightning here. The game itself is in Tampa. Uh, sorry, let's scroll down here. Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 125. Tampa Bay on the money line at plus 105. The over-unders is 6.5. Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Gilbert, why don't you take this game away for us, buddy? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with both of these teams. If if you look at these teams, just you know by name, by based off what they've been doing in the past few years, Hurricanes Lightning looks like a great game, good like three two hard checking game. But that's not what these teams have been playing this year, especially the Hurricanes. Hurricanes have gone over in all six of their games. Just lost, just gave up thirteen goals in back to back games to the to the Avs and Kraken, three to the Sharks, six to the Ducks, five to the Kings, three to the Sens. So like they've given up three or more goals in every game. They've scored, you know five or six for four or more in every game like it's it's they're getting offense without Svechnikov Aho's been out for a few games so maybe they're just finally getting some sort of, of puck lock with all their 
perimeter shots, you know, going in there, but they're also giving up chances and giving up goals. So they, they haven't really found any answers in yet in net yet. I'm not sure if Anderson's back for this one. It's looking like he might be. Um, uh, it's better than Antiranta. Antiranta just might be washed up at this point. But uh, for this game, I, I think I still have to go with the Canes at, at minus 125. I think, you know, you might want to argue there's, there's value on the Lightning at home and whatnot, but they, they haven't been the same. I mean, they, Morrison Stamkos a few games. He's back, but they just got outshot 52-33 by the Leafs. They, they've lost for the past five after winning the season opener. So I like the Canes here at minus 125. Also love the uh, over six and a half at minus 120. Like I said, these two teams you think might be a, a goalie battle, but these are two teams that are going to you know get goals from the third line. They're going to be letting in pucks left and right. So I love the over six and a half here at minus 120. Yeah, I think the uh, the total is the way to go here with that over. I mean, you keep thinking that the Hurricanes are going to shut it down eventually, but I watched uh, the highlights, at least, of the Canes-Avs game, and uh, yeah, the, the Hurricanes were very weak defensively in their own end anyway, uh, given the, the Avs easy chances. And the other way, too, they're, they're, they're breaking things open, even without the likes of Svechnikov and Ajo scoring goals, at least. But it doesn't matter if you, if you let in five, six, seven goals the other way. Um, so yeah, I think that the over is the way to go. Considering the Lightning too have been an over team with with the way that they've uh, been playing defense, like, it's one of the worst defenses in the league right now. Uh, Hedman does not look like the Hedman of old, uh, and the rest of the defense is, is not looking great either. Sergachev is okay, but the other guys they just they're just not it. There's no uh, Ryan McDonough back there anymore. There's no uh, uh, who's the other big guy? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> the the point is that it's not the same defense we we were used to seeing from the Lightning, and now they don't even have Vasilevsky back there. I mean. Johansson's giving it his all, but uh, yeah. eventually it's going to crack. I mean, he's still letting in a few goals a game, but he's actually been playing better than expected. Uh, but uh, it won't last forever, and I think the Hurricanes can can light him up here. So uh, I lean to the Canes, but uh, I think the stronger play would be the over, just just back some goals here because Lightning are, are still as good as ever in the in the defensive zone. Yeah, and you know that was evident in the game against the Leafs. You know, you, you see Kucherov. This guy's just on pace. He's he's gonna have a killer year, man. He's got the eye of the fucking Russian tiger right now. So you look that guy in the face, and you automatically just start speaking fucking Slavic or full on Russian or something crazy. Um, but you know, I, I think if if you look at Jonas Johansson's number, like these numbers, they speak like the volume of what's going on in Tampa Bay right now. This guy is a fucking goals against average of 3.58 and his save percentage still over 900. It's 0.902. So you don't see that very often. And what's happening is Tampa Bay is just giving up a shitload of shots. Like Christ, Johnson had 50 saves against the Leafs the other night. And, you know, they still lost four, three in overtime or something. So uh, that, that speaks volumes of exactly what's kind of going on in Tampa. Julie touched on it. There's some, there's some questions from a defensive point of view. Hedman hasn't looked the same yet necessarily as what we're used to see him like i said search has been fine but like is zach bogosian going to be the needle mover for this team no like, i'm sorry he's not i like him don't get me wrong but there goes mccaffrey to the house baby love that yeah, yeah. Uh, right <laughs> um but yeah so i, I gotta go with carolina here man of course they're, they've been playing fantastic hockey um a little bit to be desired from a goaltending point of view with this team freddie anderson whether he plays or not he's out with an upper body with a hangnail so whether he gets the nod or not, and anti-rant has been shit too. But like Ryan said, they've been scoring goals, which, you know, traditionally Carolina, that's kind of been the notch on this team. Like, hey, depth scoring, well, you're kind of starting to see that a bit this year. So uh, at least for the start of the season, I'm going to be all over the Hurricanes in this game, minus 125. And like you guys said, I'm definitely riding that over uh, six and a half at minus 120 with you. 
You know, the thing about betting awards is it's it's like betting fantasy, except uh, there, there's real money involved, and, and you can like pivot mm-hmm. all the time and all that. So it's it's much more interesting to be anyway. Plus, you can talk about it, and and people aren't bored to shit about it because you can join the action yourself. You can go bet at the same guy. So yeah, I got McCaffrey for offensive player of the year. So that that that's nice. Two touchdowns today. Okay, fantasy football is absolutely electric. I'll tell you right now. Fantasy hockey, trying to have conversations about it, can be a little boring, bro. Don't get me wrong. Like it's because you're setting your roster every day. Like it's fun to do. Though we are, I love doing it. But just trying to mix in conversations is like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? You know, so many different league types too. Like, is it points, yeah. category? Like, what what are the settings? It's just, yeah, it's too much. Can be a mess, right? But NFL is cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely crushing it in fucking fantasy hockey, though. So don't get me wrong. Um, all right, let's keep this rock and roll here. We're moving to the 7:15 time slot. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Habs on the second night of a back-to-back. They just got a big win against the Sabers tonight. Uh, Montembeau played tonight. That's what Ryan was saying. Allen, Jake Allen, Allen, Jake Allen. Allen played tonight, so we'll mm-hmm. probably see Montembeau for this game. Uh, New Jersey on the puck line sitting at minus two thirty. Montreal on the puck line, or money money line rather minus two thirty. Montreal on the money line sitting at plus one ninety. The over unders at six and a half. Both over under paying off minus one ten. And New Jersey on the puck line at minus one and a half is paying off plus one ten in this game. Um, Habs on the second half of back to back. New Jersey's like a. They, Obvious cup contender. There's been a little, little bit of shakiness coming from this New Jersey team a little bit, especially from a goaltending point of view. Vanacek numbers haven't been great, nor have Akira Schmidz, uh, but they've been able to outscore a lot of their problems. So we've seen uh, they're averaging 3.75 goals for per game, currently sitting eighth in the league, and they are shooting the goddamn puck, uh, averaging 34 shots for per game. And then the Habs are the Habs, let alone on the night of a back-to-back. So how do you bet them? Uh, there's the puck line you can take for myself. I'm looking more for them in regulation. I think I found it at minus 140, so that would be my biggest play in this game. Uh, and then as far as over-under goes, I think this is going to be a little bit of a sloppy game. And sometimes in sloppy games, man, you see goals. Like I said, New Jersey's been giving up goals. And there are some guys in Montreal that have talent offensively. So I don't love this play, but, you know, gun to my head, if you really wanted to bet a total, I would be with the over 6.5 and minus 110. You know, I don't. I don't know what it is in this spot. Maybe it's just just my my intense hatred for for the for my rival Devils here. But I, I like the Canadians here at, at plus one ninety. You know, if they get up to plus two hundred, even better. It, it is a tough back to back spot for them. Uh, you know, crossing the border from Buffalo, going back up to Montreal. But they've looked pretty good in most of their games. You know, they only have one multi or one multi goal loss. Only give up one goal tonight to Buffalo. You know, a team that has some scoring. Obviously, the Devils have have great scoring. Jack Hughes has just been incredible so far this season definite heart candidate there but i I can't get behind the devils right now at at minus 230 especially you know after losing to losing to to the panthers losing to the coyotes so they've already had a a few tough losses there so if i were to bet this game i'd probably throw half unit on the canadians as a two to one underdog and then you know if i had to bet the total you know separately of that i I would probably take the over just because the devils are going to put up four and then hopefully the canadians can put up three themselves well, that, wouldn't that mean you'd bet the Devils? Well, I'm saying three? separately. Separately. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, for myself, uh, you know, you know, I'm back in the Devils here. My my number is already it's minus 194, but um, given the fact that the Canadians are in a, a bad spot here coming north from um, Buffalo, well, the Devils are presumably already in Montreal. Hopefully, they're not taking the same plane up there. Um, 
but uh, <laughs> the Devils, uh, their offense is, is still clicking. Their defense is, is not looking great this year, and their goaltending even worse. But um, Jack Hughes is just on another level right now. He is the favorite behind McDavid now for the heart, which is excellent news, um, as is the fact that McDavid will miss a few games. Um, but, yes, uh, the Devils here, number one power play in the league. I don't think that's 42% is sustainable, but uh, it shows that it's it's clicking right now at least. And, yeah, Jack Hughes is just on another level right now. Luke Hughes, younger bro, got his first goal the other night. And, uh, yeah, I think the Devils team will get better over the course of the year. Canadians have been spicy, pretty good. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they end up get, up get up for games. I think they got up for this one against the Sabres, and not, it's just hard coming back home and doing the same thing against a much better team in the Devils. So, yeah, this is a good spot for the Devils to, to come back, uh, play a weak team, get some more goals, and, uh, yeah, and, and keep uh, keep it going into the season. For the, the total, I guess I, I lean to the over, but I could see this. Uh, I could see the, the Habs just going limp and maybe just getting a goal, maybe two. So it, it's a it's a limp limp under here for me and the Devils more and more strongly. Give me the give me the Devils team total over three and a half. I think that they light up the, the hats and uh, good old Montemblot. I like that player. You gotta love Sammy Montemblot in between the pipes there. No, blow him up. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. time slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Uh, Dallas on the money line, sitting at minus one fifteen. Pittsburgh on the money line at minus one hundred five. The over under here is at six and a half. Over paying off plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty. Boys, am I taking crazy pills? Am I fucking high right now? Like, is this is this is this like wild to you? Looking at this money line odds. I don't know which way you're saying is wild. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> knowing you, you could go either way right now. <laughs> yeah, penguins for the cop. Kyle Dubas. That's it. No, Give, like the stars. You got to hammer the stars here, man. Like I saw this. I absolutely love this play at minus one fifteen here. This Dallas team is uh, what are they? They're three zero and one to start the year. They're one zero and one on the road, two and zero at home. Uh, currently coming into this game on a two game winning streak, and they've been looking good, man. They necessarily haven't been scoring as much as they would like, uh, but they haven't really been generating as many shots. Um, but defensively, they've been fine. You know, when it comes to goals allowed, they're averaging 2.25. They're averaging at fifth in the league. They have been giving up a couple shots, but Jake Ottinger has been a killer, man. A goals against average of 1.58 and a fucking save percentage of 0.943. How can you not? If he's getting the nod here, which I think he is, give me fucking the stars. Give me the otter. Like, that's absolutely awesome. So I'm going to be all over that, uh, minus 115. And then I'm going to kind of lean towards the under here at six and a half. Um, Tristan Jari's been fine if he gets the start, but the Penguins themselves, though, they're on a two-game losing streak, so uh, I don't know. I don't really love the total in this game. I'll probably stay away from it, but uh, I will be on the Stars. The only thing I can think of, are they on the first night of a back-to-back? No. What's what's the one game tomorrow? Washington, New Jersey. Yeah, Washington. So I don't understand this. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think the Stars... Maybe should be bigger, bigger favorites here, especially with the goalie matchup. Ottinger is has the tenth best goal save above expected, at a two point eight right now. Jari is fifty first at negative one point six behind our good friend uh, Matt Tompkins up there, down there in Tampa Bay. So you know, Penguins might be playing better, gelling better together. Maybe coming home will help them out. But two bad losses on the road uh, by three to Detroit, and then by two to the Blues. You know, meanwhile Dallas has one. For their purse, they got points and all for their games. Had the shootout loss uh, in Vegas there as their only loss. Only over game was on Friday or on Saturday when it was 
got all the backups Wedgewood against Erston there, 5 4 overtime. So I love the stars here, minus 115. And I, I think I like the under six and a half, minus 122. I mean, the only way that goes over is if Jari shits the bed, which is possible given his numbers this year. But I, I think Dallas and the under are both pretty solid bets here. You know what? I'm going to have to call an audible and maybe. Uh, retract my last uh, bet uh, in terms of the, the devil's side here because I just realized, you know, if they've been in Montreal for a couple days, they're getting after it. And uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the Canadians, uh, after winning today and all that, they, they could come back there and keep it rolling. I just I just don't trust the, the devils uh, in Montreal. It's just partying out. Those huge guys they look like frat boys. Um, I'm sure they know how to do it. And have a good time there in uh, the beautiful city of Montreal. Uh, so I, I'm backing off the Devils there. Uh, I'm not I'm not backing the Cavs either, but um, I'm just I'm just not recommending a Devils bet. <laughs> you anyway, know what? I wait. I got to try. Drinking age is 18 in Montreal, so those Hughes brothers could just be tying one on in public at the notably unreal strip club. So uh, there's just something to say there. You know, they don't get that luxury at 21 in the states. You know. Right, right. If it was like a back-to-back going from Toronto to Montreal, that that's one thing. But if you're there for a couple days, ugh. Um, yeah, Lindy Ruff will have, a, will, have a, will have something on his hands for sure. Uh, <laughs> as for this one, you're absolutely right. I, I do think that the Stars should be bigger favorites by now. I only have it at minus 115, so I'm very close to the to, uh, to back them anyway. But I think that the Penguins just... Uh, I've been backing them kind of often and early in the season, but they have disappointed me. They look like shit. They can't get things going. Uh, Carlson is not integrating well into the lineup. Power play isn't as good as I thought it would be. And, and yeah, the, the Jari has been basically the only piece that's performed above expectations. And that, that's led to some unders for the pens. So I think that's, that's the way I'm going to go here. Uh, I think if I would bet a side, it'd be the stars. They look, they look really good, especially defensively. But for the total, I think uh, I think I got to go with the under. I got to pivot on my on my my on my plan to bet the pens overs. But uh, so far, well, I haven't seen enough of what I expected to see. And the stars, meanwhile, they they're great at shutting teams down. And of course, we got two good goalies in that now. If we believe in Jari's resurgence, so yeah, under six and a half here, I think would be the the better bet in this game. Um, all right. Uh, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all year long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. And $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ton lucky players will win $10,000 each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And make sure to get in the NBA Underdog Contest. NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit us a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA DOG. Do we have any new merch? We got to get, we got to up our merch game, bro. We, we, we have to, we got to get some quote, quote shirts or something. We gotta, yeah. We gotta, we'll brainstorm. I want a I want a graphic of Joel as Darth Sidious just shooting fucking lightning bolts at Ryan who's dressed like Mace Windu or some shit like that. BWRD has something like that. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Fire it up. I need to see it. I need it in my life. Um, right. Let's keep this rocking and rolling here. Uh, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Florida Panthers at the 7.45 p.m. time slot here. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 225. Florida on the money line at minus 278. Big home favorites. The over-under is sitting at 7. Overpaying off plus 114. The under minus 135 here. Oh, God. The Sharks are so fucking bad, dude. Or are they? I think they're 0-4-1 so far in this season. Uh, Florida, a little bit bad. They've been struggling too. But they're a feisty team, yo. They got a lot of guys there, you know, that they are coming up from the AHL. They're getting some uh, getting some experience, and they're playing well. They're, they're playing like they give a shit, and that's what you get when you get those types of players. Um, Bobrovsky's looked fine, I suppose. Uh, as far as this game goes here, I didn't read it. I'm going to be on the Florida Panthers on the puck line. Uh, minus 120, uh, minus 1.5 here. Uh, the Sharks have not backdoor covered a puck line. Uh, they've only done it once in the four, five games they played this year. So every loss they've had except for one has been by two or more goals. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be definitely looking towards that for my play. As far as over-under goes here, I'm kind of like the under, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, Are the Sharks really scoring? I haven't really looked into it too much, but I don't really think they are. Um, let me take a quick look. They are last, one goal in four of the five games. They are last in the league or second last in the league for goals for 1.4. And I don't really see Florida putting up fucking six or seven themselves or anything. So the under seven in this game, like fucking lock that up and then give me the Panthers at minus 120. Yeah, the Sharks are just just bad. I said last show, just take their team total under every game and you'll probably come out profitable. No different in this game. I mean, Bobrovsky, hopefully... We'll be on his game. He, has, he hasn't been so far this season, but I mean, the, the Sharks are off. Looking at their expected goals, 4%. They're by far last in the league at 35.53%. So that's pretty bad way down there. I mean, they 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 scored three against the Hurricanes, but besides that, they have won in every game, like, like Joel said. So love the Panthers here, especially on the puck line at minus 120 there. And yeah, pr- probably the under seven at... Minus 135 is kind of juiced up, so probably just take the the Panthers puck line or Sharks team total under. Yeah, peek behind the curtain here, looking ahead to uh, some bets later on. <laughs> Do the best bet segment. I was going to change to uh, to uh, something else, but Talon beat me to it. Um, right here, <laughs> get fucked. <here. laughs> yeah, light all, light always conquers the dark side, bro. I'm fucking Anakin <laughs> Skywalker, bro. I'm yeah. It's a preemptive attack there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that Natal nailed it. I think that the the under seven is the way to go. Um, the, the Sharks can't score, but the Panthers obviously can. That's why the total is seven. It wouldn't be a, a seven if it were almost any other team. That's for sure. Even a juiced under seven. Um, yeah, maybe just go with the Sharks team total. Maybe I can uh, sneak my way in there that way. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, the way to do it is, is, is that way. I just... I mean, it'd be a really greasy, dirty dog if you want to take the Sharks here. I don't think the number is high enough to do it, though. Um, I mean, my, my line is minus 257, so it's basically uh, what the vigorous number would be here. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 the under. I don't know, nothing on the side, really. Maybe just the, the Sharks team total under if you want to look that way. Everybody, sharks can't be dogs, bro. Like, sharks are in the water. Dogs aren't. So it's as simple as that. You can't. Like, they just can't be dogs. There's no dogfish, uh, but there are catfish. <laughs> exactly. I like that, Gilbert. On your feet. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. Moving down here to the 8 p.m. time slot. We got the bit of a 
better game. We have the Colorado Avalanche against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York here. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 142. New York on the money line at plus 120. The over-under is at 6. Uh, overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Mr. Sidious, what do you got for us here? Mr. Sidious. Uh, yeah, you have a, a bit of a better game. Uh, are you kidding me? This, this one is like uh, <laughs> you know, a nice steak instead of a fucking uh, filet of fish or something. Um no, it's it's the same kind of same kind of plan here. We're we're gonna back the under. Both teams are great defensively. Islander been great defensively for years. Avalanche been getting better and better that way, uh, sacrificing some offense along the way, but that that comes with a bit more structure. As Bedner's system is uh, you know implemented with the new players too, I don't I don't see it changing over the course of the season. Um, for the side, you know, abs are, abs are rolling everyone. I mean, pretty bad performance against the Sharks, pretty bad performance against the Kraken, but, uh, you know, still grinding out wins. And I think that that's this, this kind of game here. It's, it's a bit of a steep price to pay, I guess. Minus 142. My number is, uh, minus 137, but that's, that's the only way I look for a side. But I think that the best way to go here is the under with, with two stud Russian goalies in net. Uh, both been playing very well. Sorokin not as good as last year, but I'm sure that'll change. Um, yeah, the under six, I think, is the best way to play this one. Uh, I agree with both those. Under six is, is a great look uh, with, with Sorokin. He's not going to allow too many, and the Islanders aren't going to score too many, especially against a team like the Avs with, with Gorgiev and his uh, Vesna Vesna Trophy campaign starting out strong here. And yeah, I also like the Avs here at, at minus one forty-five. I think that's I think that's a bit low, even. I mean, they've I know they've been kind of sloppy, but they haven't really been too many close games. Or they're five and zero so far. Shootout against the Sharks, I guess, was their closest game, but like they, they dominated that game. Meanwhile, Islanders have kind of been been battling in every game, no matter what. And you know, the Avs can battle, and the Avs can score. So I love the Avs here, and I love the under. Yeah, Colorado stands out at this. They're 3-0 on the road here, uh, 2-0 at home. They're undefeated. What are they, 5-0 on the season or something like that? This team's sick, bro, and everything's kind of clicking for them offensively, defensively, and uh, in goal as well. So I love Colorado in this match. And uh, much like the population of Ukraine going under uh, with two Russian goalies in net, you can see another thing happening, and that's the under in this game as well. So uh, give me the under 6 at minus 115. Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of goalie games. Let's fucking go here, boys. We got two Russian studs. Dare I say two Russian killers here, like I said. So the under is very enticing. Please do not be upset with me if you heard that and you were a bitch. It's okay. The, uh, everyone's paying attention to uh, Israel and Palestine right now. <laughs> yeah, very true. Ukraine is old news. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, <laughs> keeping this bad boy moving. Uh, going out of the 8.15 time slot here, we have... Do, 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 do. Sorry, I was getting a phone call. Fuck that. It can wait. Priorities here. Jesus Christ. Uh, we're live now. People should know we're recording. Why are people calling us? What the fuck's that all about? I know. Uh, all right. We have the Seattle Kraken against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit at the 815 time slot here. Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 120. Uh, Detroit on the money line at minus 142. The over-under is set at 6.5. Both over-under paying minus 110 here. Boys, were we wrong about the Red Wings? I think it's still too early to tell, right? But if we get like another ten games in, and this team is still an absolute fucking wagon, do we have to? Do we have to walk with their tail between our legs a little bit? We might, but it, it is still early. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if we have to worry about that. 
Fair enough. Uh, either way, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Detroit in this game, bro. They're three and zero at home this year. They've been absolutely winning in fantastic fashion. Uh, they're currently on a five game winning streak. And then Seattle, I forget who it was. I think it might have been both of you that brought this up when we were talking about them uh, in the off season here. Um, just stating that uh, this team might not be able to do what they did last year. They got very lucky when it came to goaltending. They got very lucky when it came to scoring. Uh, Jared McCann's not going to put up 40 goals this year. you know. So, yeah, like Detroit has to be kind of my lead at minus 142. And then over, under, I don't really love either way. I'm kind of I'm being kind of impartial when it comes to over, unders today, man. But you got Detroit who's currently sitting at first in the league for goal scoring, averaging five per game. That's not necessarily sustainable. And then the Kraken are fucking second last in the league, averaging 1.383. So I don't fucking know, man. I guess yeah, I'm not taking it. I'm, I'm doing a pass here. Julie set up something in the Discord that I saw the other day, and it's like, good capper. She like, no one to recommend maybe not to make a play. And you know, maybe I got to start listening to that advice. That's right. Yeah, uh, I, I also like like the Red Wings here. Though, like the Red Wings are definitely surprising us after you know they 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 fought against the Devils in the season opener, and since then they've they've won all five of their games all by multiple goals. So that's why I would recommend throwing throwing half a unit on the on the puck line plus one seventy get get some plus odds on the Red Wings there mm-hmm. at home. The Kraken just have not been themselves, have not been impressive whatsoever outside of that one win over the hurricanes who also haven't been themselves. I mean, Seattle's lost by multiple goals in uh four of their five losses. The other one was in a shootout. So I think puck line here is probably the way to go with, between two teams that are a little bit volatile, but uh, for the total. Yeah. Uh, um, go, go with the over the Red Wings are, are scoring a bunch. Alex to has been a, a great acquisition for him, for them. He, I think he leads the league in goals now after his hat trick. So, uh, yeah, like the Red Wings puck line and the under here. Also, uh, one more thing on the Sharks Panthers game. It's apparently Anthony Stolar starting tomorrow for the Panthers. I'm not mm. sure if that that changes much, but uh, he's making his season debut. Mm. Stoli the goalie. Well, he's got familiarity with the Sharks. You know, playing in Anaheim for those years. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I don't know. Um, rather have Bobrovsky in that for the under. So yeah, talent, talent can have that bet. Uh, yeah, for this game, though, chance or talent question, I mean, yes, the Red Wings have been better than expected, but a lot of that's inflated by by some stuff that I don't think is sustainable. I mean, DeBrink had eight goals in six games. He's, he's not keeping that pace, and their power play second best in the league. It, they've been good, like the, the Larkin, um, Raymond, and uh, who's the other guy in the line? And uh, DeBrink, that top line has, has been excellent, but the rest of the team is is kind of uh, lacking in, in depth in the, the defense. I, I still expect them to fall apart. I know they played some good teams, but bad goalies. I mean, if you look at their schedule, they played uh, Corpus Allo, who sucks. They played Danville Dar instead of Markstrom. He sucks. They played uh, Tristan Jaria. Maybe, let's see. If, yeah, it was Tristan Jaria. He gave up four. Okay, that's a good one, I guess. Uh, and then they played Merzlikens. Or Spencer Martin, actually, that was. Hey. You said Jari was good, not this yeah, year. Yeah, I know. Right? Apparently, there was, there was maybe I, was, I spoke too soon. It was the Red Wings put up four of them. Uh, then the Merzlikens, the Kier Schmidt. Or no, that was a Vance that came, I think. And then they played uh, Ryan Johansson or Jonas Johansson. Um, so, yeah, they, they played some bad goalies. That That's inflating their, 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 their scoring here. Group hours has played all right. Kraken are, uh, I don't know how many guys you've been, how many games you've been watching of the Kraken, but uh, they, they've been better. A lot better than the results have shown. They should have won against the Avalanche. I you know, watched that one all, all, all the whole game of it. 
Um, and yeah, even their their road games, I think they they were a bit unlucky not to get some more points at least. So yeah, I I mean, you, I think that this number suggests a lot of recency bias all the way up at minus one forty two. My line is only. In fact, I have the Kraken still favored, and I have adjusted both teams. I've, I've adjusted the Kraken down, I've adjusted the Red Wings up, but I still get to minus 104 for the Kraken. So, uh, yeah, plus 120. I love I love Seattle in this spot. I think the Red Wings do come back down to earth, but just in case they don't, and just in case I'm wrong, or maybe they just keep getting fucky, fucking lucky like the Blues every other year, I did bet Derek Lalonde coach the year at 25 to one because he fits the perfect candidate for that kind of thing. And if they keep up this pace and then and, and make the playoffs, he's going to be very live for that award. So that that's one way to play the Red Wings long term. But for now, I'm back in the crack here. Plus 120. I think that the uh, the wrong team is favored, so to speak. And the total total. Give me the over. Uh, I think the Red Wings uh, can, you know, they can score, I guess. But. They'll also give up more goals. So, yeah, I, I think that the uh, there will be seven plus in this one. All right. Keep it rocking and rolling here to the 8.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Boston Bruins against the Chicago Blackhawks. We got an original six matchup here. Those are always awesome to see. Game itself is in Chicago here. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at minus 225. Chicago on the money line at plus 185. The over-unders at six. Over-under paying off minus 110 on both sides here. Uh, Bruins minus one and a half on the puck line is paying off plus 114. Uh, the fucking Bruins, man. 5-0 and on the year. I don't think any of us are shocked. We always say, and at least I was saying in the offseason, like, yeah, it's the same as last year. We said, ooh, they're going to dig a little, little drop back, little drop back. No Bergeron. Center depth fucking sucks. Well, guess what? They're still just fucking ripping and licking it and winning games uh, in fine fashion. Maybe not gorgeous fashion. Maybe not as pretty, uh, but they're still getting it done, bro. And play against a lesser opponent like Chicago. Uh, yeah, you got to go with the Bruins here. How do you bet them? I kind of like the team total. I think I saw Mirazic's expected to start for Chicago here. Uh, Peter fucking Mirazic, guys for christ's sake so give me the bruins on uh the team total it's probably at three and a half whatever that's paying off i'll be all over that as far as over under goes i'm kind of leaning the over here man we saw we saw bedard pop one in at his first game home in chicago the first home game so why can't he keep that streak going maybe we're on the start of a start of a thing here yo there's some talent there uh kills me to admit it but there are a couple guys that can score on chicago i still think that they all fucking suck but uh, enough to hit an over six at least you got the push in play so I will be leaning that. And obviously, we know that Boston has great goaltending, so they will have their work cut out in order to score one or two. But uh, I still could see it happening. Yeah, this is pretty close to a pass game for me. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to end up talking myself into the Bruins, quite possibly the Bruins puck line at, at plus 115. I think that is a, a bit high for the minus 225 money line there because the Blackhawks, Taylor Hall's out out now. Like, he's their only other NHL player pretty much besides Connor Bedard. Now their top line is Tyler Johnson and Nick Felino uh, on Bedard's wings. And the, the Bruins are just, they're doing what the Bruins do. They're, they're winning ugly, winning low scoring, scoring games. We were quacking against, I was quacking against them. That didn't matter in a back to back. Uh, you know, this what fourth game on a road trip now for, for, for Chicago though, but for Boston though, but I think they'll get up for this, you know, playing Bedard. This is the, ES, this is one of the three ESPN games on the night. So, uh, Bruins puck line plus 115 for, for a little sprinkle would be probably be my play here. Well, it's it's uh, it's nice to back the Bruins when you can, but I don't think this is the place to do it. Yeah, just uh, you know, they came after they came home, from, yeah, probably went home after the California road trip, but yeah, they had a couple of days off and then to Chicago. Actually, no, they probably went state to Chicago. 
So that's even worse. Uh, third game in four nights, and they already looked kind of beaten up uh, on Sunday against the Ducks. Played that one to a stalemate pretty much. Just got a couple uh, Patois goals to to um, to get that one to 3-1. Um, yeah, so I think that the Blackhawks here is the only way to look. Uh, obviously, my number is a... Uh, it's it's favors the, the the Bruins here minus one ninety nine, but given the fact that the Blackhawks have a better uh, better advantage here with, with the the rest and whatnot, man, the Bruins on a long road trip. I think that the the only way to look is is the Hawks way. Uh, yeah, just uh, if we see the same kind of performance against the Ducks, the Blackhawks would be very live here um, at plus one eighty five. So that's way I look, but. I don't know if they're going to score too many. So, yeah, you back the under. The Bruins' defense is, is the best in the league so far. Um, but their their offense is not exactly lighting, lighting things up. Pasta is not on his toward pace he was setting last year. Not yet, anyway. And, uh, yeah, I think the under would be the play for the total. But, uh, yeah, the Blackhawks for the side. All right, moving to the 8.45 time slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Winnipeg Jets game itself. Is in cold, just flat, miserable, boring, so boring. Just sucks. It's just fields of nothingness. There's nothing. The airport's outside of the city. It's the worst. The people are all lame. I fucking only met three people from this place ever in my life, and every one of them was worse than the last. It's just <laughs> abysmal how awful this place is. Games in fucking Winnipeg. Uh, St. Louis little money line is in there. Plus one fifty. I've never met anyone from Winnipeg in my life. I'm just saying. You know, my my uh, grandparents met and got married in Winnipeg. Point fucking proven. Case <laughs> dismissed. Game over. Your grandparents stink. Uh, they they just, weren't born there. They weren't born there. So <laughs> all right, that's gonna count for something. You're all right. Winnipeg uh, on the money line of minus one eighty. The over under is at six. Over paid off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. I'm on the Jets here bro uh this Jets team hasn't necessarily had the start that we wanted to see they just came off a massive win against the Oilers here uh and then St. Louis has horseshoes up their fucking ass yo this has been the Jordan Bennington show this team is averaging 35 shots against per game Bennington has a 1.26 goals against average and a 0.959 save percentage this is absolutely insane this is within no way sustainable uh I, I think the Jets just kind of torch him in this game here bro it has to give we know Jordan Bennington isn't a great goalie we know he can be streaky we saw him win a cup by being streaky. Don't get me wrong, but we haven't seen him play well and since he won that cup, like, what, four years ago or some shit? So uh, I'm, I'm just going to go over with history here, uh, and I'm going to take the Jets. Minus 180 is a little bit of juice, so I probably won't be betting it. But maybe look for him in, like, a regulation spot or something I don't necessarily hate. Uh, and then as far as over-under goes here, fuck. Let's see, this goes against everything I just said because I was going to say bet the over, but it's like, well, we just talked about how good Bennington has been playing. But, uh, yeah, with him playing as well as he has, and then Hellebuck in that, of course, the under six of plus 100 is enticing. I can see a 3-1 Winnipeg win here, like a 4-1 win or something. Yeah, I, I want to I join, you, join you on Winnipeg there. They're, they're definitely the better team. The Blues have gotten outshot somewhat significantly in you know all four of their games so far. They have the, uh, I think, fourth lowest expected goals. Four percentage. Jets are up in there in the top 11. But I, I can't lay minus one eighty on, on this Jets team. Yeah. I, I I can't trust them to to close out a win here against you know a Blues team that you know maybe Bennington does have a horse up his ass still for this game and, and steals a win. Maybe Chief there behind the bench has the magic going. So my only bet for this game would be the under six at, at even money there. 
I think if Bennington does does play well, I think Halibuck's you know able to match that. The Blues don't have too much offensive firepower, and really neither do the, do the Jets. I know they have Ehlers, they have Kyle Connor, they have they have Shifley, but they aren't putting up goals so far this season. So uh, my best bet here would be the under six at plus one hundred. Well, I love the Jets in the, in this spot here. Uh, the Blues are. You know, as fraudulent as I expected, they're, they're still winning a couple of games here and there, but they're not playing good hockey. And uh, they have, the water will find its level and they will start losing more games. And that, that starts here in uh, dirty, cold ass Winnipeg. Um, <laughs> I never said dirty, bro. Come on. It's supposed yeah. to be clean. Yeah. Don't insult them. Fuck, Joel. What are you doing? Find people at Winnipeg here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So minus 180, I think, is, is a good uh, a good number to pay. Not too expensive because. Uh, yeah, the, the Blues are not good, and then the, they won't have the puck for very much of this game, and the, the Jets will just pepper Bennington once again, and uh, he'll let a few squeak by. So give me give me the Jets here. Uh, by margin, if you want, minus one and a half, plus 136, you can go that route. And uh, the, the total, yeah, it's, it's – uh, Hellebuck hasn't exactly been great. Uh, it's been Mark Shifley of the two new contracts that uh, the, the Jets have, on, have them signed to that that's been really – uh, effective. He, he's got three or four goals already, uh, including an OT winner against the Oilers. Um, so yeah, I, I love the Jets here. Uh, I just I don't have a read on the total. I could see it going either way. Um, I mean, the Blues have been in, involved in a few wildly different games, like a two-one game and then a seven-two game. So I uh, can't get a read on the total, but love the Jets side. Morrissey has been looking sick too, dude. I don't know what his Norris odds are. They're probably nothing crazy, but. Um, he's been looking fucking unreal for this Jets team. Mm. Um, all right, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot game here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Minnesota Wild game itself. It's in Minnesota. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at plus 100. Minnesota on the money line at minus 120. The over-unders at 6.5, over paying off minus 112. The under minus 108. There is something I want to say here, okay? I think I'm on to something when it comes to the Oilers. During the game against Winnipeg, I think it was the last game they played where they lost, I was kind of feeling Winnipeg in this game. But you know what I saw? And maybe I'm sure it's not just on the score. I'm sure you can find it on other bets books too. But on the score, you could find Winnipeg Jets to win and Connor Hellebuck over 30 saves. And it was paying off plus 500. So I think that's my new thing. If I'm getting, if I'm going to bet against the Oilers, I'm going to look for that to just boost those fucking odds because this Oilers team is going to be getting over 30 shots in pretty much every game they play. So if you think that the our opposing team to the Oilers can win, just look for that and see if you can fucking kind of get it because chances are the Oilers aren't going under 30 shots, you know? I've never heard of that bet before, but yeah, if you can find that, that's a good one. I'll Hold screenshot on. it. I'll, I'll, I'm not making this shit up, bro. It's a right. thing. Post in the Discord. What was like was I like will. a like a promoted boost? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, as long I'll... as they're, as long as they're not playing Sean Couturier, this should be good for th- for thirty shots. <laughs> Fuck my my phone's at fucking one percent here. I'm gonna charge it when we're doing things, and I'll see if I can find what the game what it is for this one. Uh, but anyways, with that being said, I do not think that the Oilers are gonna lose to the fucking mild in this game here. I'm all over Edmonton a plus one hundred. Uh, down on Minnesota on the year, yes, they played okay. Flurry looks like a fucking subway rapper with his new pads and shit like that. So I, I just can't get behind it. Oilers have been a little ugly though, bro. So it's nothing pretty. I don't necessarily love the game, but at the beginning of this year, I was down on Minnesota and I'm up on Edmonton. So I got to fucking roll with that plus one hundred here. As far as over under goes, at six and a half. Give me. 
it's got to start jowling for the Oilers here, no? Like, it has to, bro. And then they're giving up goals. They should be score goals. If you can get an Oilers total of fucking six and a half and minus 112, I got to stand by my guns here. I got to go with the over. Yeah, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here with, with the Oilers at, at plus 100. I know Connor McDavid's the best player in the world. I know he's, he's a big part of their team, but making them the underdog in this game, I mean, even a pick em would would have been, I feel like, a, a bit a bit disrespectful there. They still a dry saddle. Dry saddle's going to show how good he is. And, and more importantly, the Wild just are not good. The Wild have uh, one of the lowest, third lowest expected goals for a percent so far this season. Oilers are up there at seventh best. I mean, the Wild have been lost 5-4 to Columbus, 7-3 to the Kings. Like, they're, they're coming off a few bad losses. Lost three of their past four, allowing five or more in, in each of the losses. Uh, Edmonton, you know, yeah, it, it's been ugly, but they also can can turn it on, and I think even without McDavid, that power play is still pretty deadly with with Hyman in front and Drysaddle and, and Bouchard there. So maybe look look for a little more more uh, contributions up and down the lineup there from from the Oilers. But I like them here a lot, a plus one hundred. And yeah, both of these goalies are are just are just awful. Like look at look at the numbers. Stuart Skinner eight fourteen save percentage. Mark Andre Fleury eight sixty eight. So give me the over six and a half here at minus one twelve as well. Well, there's a theory called the uh, fallen star theory, which which claims that after uh, a star player goes out, the rest of the team really rallies together and gives their best effort because they, they can't depend on that guy and they have to compensate for his absence. And, and I think that this is a, a good spot to do that. You mentioned how pitiful the mild are, and, it, and, and it's a fact. I think that you're not giving them quite enough credit. I think that they're 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 decent, but the Oilers are still a much better team, even without McDavid. And I think we'll get a, a, a nice um, effort here, uh, even on the road. Like that, this line is just is just way too depressed. Uh, yeah, one player isn't worth like, this much, even the best player in the league. So yeah, I, I quite like the Oilers here. Um, I, I kind of like the under though. I think that they'll see a more defensive effort from the Oilers. Uh, Matthew Boldy's out for the Wild too, and yeah, they they, they don't have much of an offense going on. So I, th- I think the Oilers just play us a. Uh, not quite a slow game, but more more defensively structured, and um, and yeah, the, the power play won't be the same without McDavid. So, the Oilers is a dog, absolutely. And uh, give me give me the under six and a half here. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see what the goaltending brings. It might just depend on whether Jack Campbell or, or Stuart Skinner have one of their good days or one of their shitty days because they, 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 there's no in between. Um, there's no average goaltending in Edmonton. It's either one or the other. So. Uh, yeah, and Gustafsson's a good good goalie too for, for the wild. So I like, I like right. the under as well. All right, check the Discord right now. <laughs> or, did you put the screenshot in there about, about yes. the? Yes, of my bet that hit three days ago, which breaks all <laughs> rules, but listen to the pod for relevance. It's there. Connor had luck to record over 31 and a half saves in Winnipeg Jets to win plus 500 there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good bet. So if you're betting the Oilers and you can or against the Oilers all year long and you can find that, that's probably going to be my play anytime I want to fade them, you know? There you go. Okay. All right. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. 
download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Little cat made an appearance there. God, he was a little sleepy. Uh, all right, we're moving along here. Do, 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 do. Holy fuck, this has been a monster slate. Like, I'm losing air because of this Bukaki we got going on right now. Uh, <laughs> all right, 915. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville here. Vancouver on the money line sitting at minus 105. Nashville on the money line at minus 115. The over under is at six and a half. Both over under paying off minus 110 here. Um, I like the Knucks in this game here, man. I really do. I know like Nashville hasn't really looked that great. I know that, you know, Vancouver has had its struggles, I guess, to start the season as well, but they haven't been absolutely abysmal. I guess they kind of have. Rick Tocca calling out the team against the Philadelphia game when they lost. That was a bit of a tough look. But we're seeing guys, like, put up numbers here. Pedersen's been looking fucking unbelievable so far, and that's it's what it takes for this team to win. Your big dog's got to hunt. Quinn Hughes has looked fine. Like, uh, Demko has been an absolute killer, right? So, uh, I think I'm leaning towards uh, the Knucks in this game at minus 105 as far as over-under goes. Boys, we got a goalie game. Like Again, give me the under 6.5 at minus 110 here. Yeah, I agree with you there on the under with uh, Demko against Saros. Hopefully both of those guys do start, and then it's not a back-to-back, so it should be for this uh, this big frozen frenzy here, the frozen frozen Mukaki. And uh, but I, I like the Pred. You know, looking at the uh, the trusty expected goals, four percent so far. Predators have the second best at fifty eight point six four, and the Canucks have the second worst at thirty eight point seven six. Now the Canucks, you know, got back on track a little bit down there in Florida after uh, losses to the Flyers in Tampa Bay. But I still haven't seen enough here where, where I think the Canucks, you know, should be should be a pick them here. So. And Nashville has surprised me. I was not high on Nashville coming into the season, but uh, they've had uh, an upset win in in New York against the Rangers. Uh, blew out the Sharks five one there. So I think the Preds here uh, on home ice at minus one fifteen is a, is a pretty good value there. And then I also do like the under. Yeah, as I said, under six and a half minus one ten. I have these teams about equally rated, and uh, once you add the the home ice advantage. Very slight edge to the Preds, so no real value on the on the side here at these numbers. Um, uh, the, the Canucks have been uh, kind of up and down. You know, they, they beat the Oilers, came up a high, then they, they lost two straight. The Flyers and the Lightning, but then they came. They responded against the the Panthers, beating them comfortably. Um, yeah, and Pedersen's been elite so far. Demko shows uh, more like what he showed a couple years ago before Boudreaux ran him into the ground. Um, and then he then he literally got run to the ground and hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's healthy. He's in good spirits and he's he's protected by a, a bit better defense. They're still not quite what they should be, but certainly a lot better than what they were last year. So uh, I, I would guess I would lean to the Canucks. Think they have a little bit more upside. Uh, Pred's still a, a young team learning on. Yeah, you know, I fancy them to to make a run at a, a wild card spot. But yeah, uh, no no play on the side. No real play on the total either, but I definitely lean to the under. Um, it's just Canucks games go all over the place, and the Preds do have some offensive talent. Somebody, somebody's doing a, a fish move on the, on the screen there, and then the, the Vikings. Is Brock Purdy fucking nuts? That was so stupid. I didn't see that. I just saw the Vikings swimming on the ground. Another Minnesota miser, miser, miserable Minnesotan. Fuck. Oh. Um, anyway. 
Canucks Preds, give me the under. I think that we could trust these goalies to to do enough to keep this under seven goals. Uh, yeah, I think that 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 number is a little too high. All right, I can't believe you made this throw. Did you watch that replay, Joel? Yeah, nobody's oh, in the area. I know. Are you fucking? Where are we doing here? Uh, all right, nine fifteen game here. We got the New York Rangers against the Calgary Flames. This game could be absolutely sick, dude. I'm kind of looking forward to this one. Uh, game itself is in Calgary here, the Saddle Dome. Let's go. Uh, New York on the money line, sitting at minus one twenty five. Calgary in the money line at plus one oh five. The over under is at six. Overpaying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred here. Oy vey. I'm gonna keep this one nice and short here. Give me the Rangers, bro. I'm I'm on New York. They've looked okay to start this year. Shosturkin looks like he's kind of you know running it back to a better season. Last year he wasn't necessarily the same goalie that he was when he was up for the heart conversation. Uh, but he's looked fine in between the pipes here, man. And that, that's good enough for me. That's what it takes for this team to win. Uh, Zabanejad has been good. Kreider has been. Uh, Carter's been awesome from what I've seen, from what I've watched of him. Uh, even Capo Caco is getting a little bit of time on the starting lineup here in the first line. So looking for him to have a little bit of a better year. I think he's only got one goal to start the season, but that could go up when you're playing with those guys. Uh, and then as far as over under goes here, again, we got some prime fucking goalie games here, man. And I know that the number is at six, but still, uh, I'm going to be leaning towards the under here, man. You know, at a uh, plus 100 at six here, there is a potential push in play as well. So that is an option, I guess. But yeah, give me, uh, give me the rags and give me uh, the under. Yeah, this is one of the uh, the second home game in, in Calgary this season. They, they opened the season there and then, then went off on a, on a five-game road trip that did not fare too well on. So, you know, maybe they'll have a little, little pep in their step for their second home game. But I think I agree with you there. The Rangers at, at minus 125 are pretty good price there. I think Shosturkin, you know, his numbers don't show up, but hopefully he can be back to his, his Vesna Trophy winning self. And yeah, the Rangers are still kind of finding things with, with Laviolette, still finding chemistry and whatnot, but... Know, haven't strung two wins together that's that's what gives me some pause here but i think now with with uh with two days off uh between seattle and calgary they might have, have a chance to get back at it there you know calgary you know back home enjoying time with their family as joel always says so uh rangers minus 125 and then uh i'll take the under six as well under six plus 100 hopefully we do get a, a good goalie battle here between uh igor and jacob markstrom yeah, do we know why Barkstrom didn't play on Sunday? Uh, I certainly don't. I was expecting him to, and unfortunately, he did not, and got got killed by uh, by the fucking Red Wings, uh, who only got to play Dal Darb, who played uh, two of the three last uh, three of their last games. And yeah, that, that was a tough spot, though. I, I can try to make my excuses for the Flames, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna just end up paying for not adjusting them enough with my own money but i gotta do the same thing again here i mean i, I still have them at minus 108 favorites as long as marksman starts um it should be good i did yeah like the, the time off i think benefits the flames more than the rangers here uh get them time to repair and recover after a couple bad performances against the blue jackets and uh, especially the red wings so I got to back the I got to back the Flames here at plus one hundred five. If uh, they keep burning me, then then so be it. Um, but uh, yeah, eventually things will things will measure out. But if you keep giving me these good numbers, I just don't believe in the Rangers quite yet. They've been kind of meh to me. I'm just watching them, and then their their numbers don't look great either. Shostakin and is is not been elite either. Um, yeah, but I, I still, if anything, I would take the under six at even money. Just thinking that the Flames goaltending is, is you know, with Markstrom and Net, it'll be miles better than what they had in, uh, you know, two of the last three games with Ladar just 
pooping his pants. And um, yeah, Shusterkin <laughs> is Shusterkin. Rangers aren't exactly uh, an offensive juggernaut, so lean to the under. But uh, stronger, stronger play, unfortunately, is the fucking Calgary Flames. All right, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. We're almost here, boys. We got the Arizona Coyotes against the L.A. Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, Arizona on the money line sitting at plus 170. L.A. on the money line, minus 205. Big home favorites. Uh, L.A. on the puck line at minus 1.5 is sitting at plus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off, minus 115. The under at minus 105 here. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I haven't really been able to watch me, neither of these teams play so far this season. Uh, so I'm not really too in depth for a side here. Uh, my phone's currently dead, so I can't look at stats. Uh, so I'm just going to take a little, a little shot in the dark here, bro. And you know what? Give me the fucking dogs, bro. Give me the dogs at plus 170 on the Arizona Coyotes on the money line here. Uh, what I do know for an angle in this game is that we got a fucking Sean Dursey revenge game going on here, okay? And Sean Dursey, I know I saw the other day as a defenseman so far. He's recorded two goals, I think, in the past, like, for the first five games where everybody games Arizona has played. So I'm going to be betting him as an anytime goal scorer as a defenseman. I'm sure you can get that at some decent odds. And uh, I'm going to be rocking with my boy at plus 170 as far as over-under goes here. Uh, I know the Kings have had some trouble stopping the puck lately, and the Yotes are shit. So uh, give me the over six and a half. Give me Sean Dursey anytime goal scorer, and give me the Yotes plus 170. I like it. Yeah, the, the, the Kings have surprisingly been been pretty bad defensively. I mean, four to Boston, three to three to the Wild, six to Carolina before that, and, and the shootout shootout uh, game there. But yeah, and the, and the Desert Dogs have back to back wins here in St. Louis, and then at home against the Ducks. So they're feeling good. They're riding high. Maybe they're they're riding the vibes there with uh, with Logan Cooley and all the Sean Durza revenge game stuff. So. I want to. I mean, the Kings are the much better team. They're, they're the best expected goals for percent team in the league. Coyotes are middle of the pack. So I think if I take a side here, you know, take take the dog plus one seventy. I, I can't quite lay minus two hundred yet on, on this Kings team. And then for a total, yeah, but probably go over as well. Hmm. Uh, I definitely like the Coyotes here. Yeah, the, the the Kings are just. It's, Way too big of favorites at minus two hundred five. They're not paying any respect to what the Desert Dogs have done so far this year. You know, going to the New Jersey, beating them, beating the brakes off the Blues, which isn't that hard to do. But you know, and uh, yeah, beating the the Ducks, which isn't doesn't sound that uh, doesn't sound that um, difficult. But uh, when you consider the rivalry these two teams have built up over the past couple of years, uh, it's not exactly an easy game. Um, if you remember, um, you know, the Tyson Nash comment, that, that whole thing with the uh, Trevor Zegers being a bitch and whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't think he exactly yeah. said it like that, but that's the gist of it. I that's what I'm it. saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, give me, give me the Coyotes here. I only have minus 163 for the Kings. So, yeah, hashtag value. Uh, it's, it's a hashtag Zegers is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? One more thing. Uh, there's this book. 40 to 1, Andre Turgney. They, they still haven't moved it. I keep betting it every freaking day till they till they stop me. I will not, I will not uh, stop betting it. Uh that, that's a dumb number. He's got a very good chance to win if this team is, is a good team. And 40 to 1 is ridiculous. He's like 10 to 15 to 1 at most books. So that's just uh something that I'm, I'm that's probably if, if Turgney wins the Jack Adams, that that's that's like my best betting result ever at this point. Like that's how much I've Got down on this guy to uh, to do it. So I'm a, I'm a huge Coyotes fan this year. 
Hell yeah. Um, sorry, dude. I got that. I bought that 76 inch TV and I'm so scared this little fucking guy is going to get behind it and start fucking with it. So, uh, all right. Last game on the docket here. Holy fuck, boys. We made it. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 195. Vegas on the money line at minus one or 238. Massive home favorites. Uh, the over unders at six. Over paid off minus 118. The under minus 102. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights on the puck line at minus one and a half is paying off plus 105. Boys, we have the leader of the Metropolitan Division, the first place team in the Metro going against the former NHL Stanley Cup champions. If this doesn't scream like a hell of a game to bang out the fucking frenzy NHL Bukaki here, I don't know what's going on. Ryan, why don't you finish all over us here for the Bukaki and take this game away? Oh, yeah. You got to save up for the big finale here in, in Vegas for, for the for the for the ice bukkake here and uh you know just off joel's last point uh, i was tipped off today apparently john tortorella for jack adams is a hundred to one out there somewhere and mm. i mean the flyers have been surprisingly good money puck has them at i think 18 point cent 18 percent to, to, to make the playoffs which is obviously a bit inflated he's 60 to one here on fanduel so like if you can find 100 to one for for torts and you if you're somewhat of a, of a believer, I think that's very much worth it. And <laughs> and I like the Flyers in this game at, at a plus 195. They took down the Canucks. They took down the Oilers with McDavid. But obviously Vegas still hasn't lost since since raising the cup there. Uh, 6-0 and so far, including 3-0 and at home. Uh, they are coming back home after a road trip to Winnipeg and Chicago. But you know what? I, I think the Flyers here are better than than their plus 29. 195 shows them. Maybe take a look at the Flyers puck line. Maybe they can keep it close. Uh, plus one and a half, minus 125. I will say that the Flyers would have won on Saturday if Carter Hart started. So hopefully he starts tonight. And so for that reason, I like the under as well. I think, I think Vegas has mostly been playing under games at home. So I could see like a 3-2 type of game here. Yeah, thinking about it, Tortorella definitely fits the template of an improvement coach, and he would have a very good chance to win if the Flyers make the playoffs. But the problem is, there's just too many, too many good teams ahead of them in the East, so it's, it's asking a lot. But that's a crazy price, hundred to one. So I, I wouldn't even mind taking a shot at that. Um, as for this game, the Knights are yeah, they just keep rolling on and on, and uh, I keep betting against them. But uh, this is not one of those spots where i will be fading them uh, i think i'm just gonna just gonna pass this one entirely if anything i uh, I, don't know. I mean how do i don't know. the flyer stars game would be a good one to watch in terms of this one because the, the knights and stars kind of play similar so i'd like to see how the flyers did against the stars maybe compare that with this one i know they, they went to a shootout but i don't know if they're dominating that game or whatnot but and they, they played very well it was just sam, sam arson gave up a, a few horrible goals Okay. Okay. So maybe I maybe I will end up fading the Knights here. Plus one ninety five is a better price too than what you got against the Stars. And uh mm-hmm. I don't think the Knights are you know that much better than the Stars. So yeah, I might be, I might be tempted into it. Actually, no, I think the the Flyers were like plus two or something. So anyway, we'll, we'll, if you could price shop and get a get a good number on the Flyers, maybe that's that's the way to go. Uh, under six though, at minus one and two, I think it is the way to play this just because the, the Knights, one of the better defensive teams they're they're getting elite goaltending flyers, uh, same kind of thing. You know, they, we talked about their four checking and Sean Couturier coming back, being able to shut down a, a team's best player. So watch him match up with Jack Eichel most likely. And, and yeah, the, the flyers, uh, yeah, they're, they're good team defense, much better than last year. And Carter Hart is just playing well too. So, 
I like the under and uh, lean to the Flyers. If you can find a, a better price, that, that that might actually bet that. Uh, I don't really have a play that I totally love when it comes to this game. We all know I've been back in the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, they've been they've been good to me over the past couple of years since they came into the league, especially last year and even, even this year to start the season as well. But you know what? We live in a funny world and sports is a very funny thing. And there's more than just this game at stake for the fine folks of Philadelphia tomorrow. And it is for that reason that I think tomorrow is going to be a triumphant day for the folks of Philadelphia all around the sports world. We saw the Eagles beat the fucking piss out of Miami. We're going to see the Flyers win this game at plus 195. And we're going to see the Phillies Beat the fucking shit out of the Diamondbacks in Game 7. Let's go, Ryan Gilbert. Let's go, the city of Philadelphia, baby. Fucking right. Gritty's still weird as shit. The Fanatic is he's fucking weird, too. The Eagle's the only normal one you got, and that's speaking volumes. But you know what? Tomorrow, I'm an honorary member of Philadelphia, and I recommend that you be as well. Give me the Flyers. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. I love it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I will not be watching that baseball game, though. I'm just letting you know, but still. Well, no one's going to be watching this Flyers game because it's going to be coinciding <laughs> with, with the end of the Phillies game. Or, or maybe they will because the Phillies are going to be up by, by 10 or something. We'll see. When they see how bad the Flyers are beating Vegas 17-1, to 1, yeah, they're going <laughs> to tune in, I think, okay? Everyone's going to be watching basketball. All right, boys, you know how we much made everyone it. loves that league. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't even know what the basketball team is in Philadelphia. The Will Smiths? I don't know. That's <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I shouldn't say Will that. Smith. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, boys, we made it through. Holy shit. That was an ice bukkake. If I've ever seen one in my life, I'm still feeling it. I got to go clean up after this. But before we do, uh, gentlemen, do we have any consensus plays from that monster 16-game slate here? We have a bunch here. They're not official, so I'm just running through them. Uh, Leafs minus 170, under 6.5, plus 100 in that game. Senators minus 125. Uh, we got a lot of juice here. We got the Hurricanes minus 125, over 6.5, minus 120. Stars minus 115. Sharks, Panthers, under 7, minus 135. Avalanche minus 145 in the under 6, minus 115. Edmonton plus 100. Canucks, Predators, under 6.5, minus 110. And then Flyers plus 195. All right, there's a lot going on there, but hell yeah, I don't mind it. There's a lot of good plays. I think that we can uh, toss together. If you're looking for some shit, go for it. Um, all right, let's get into locked dogs and totals here. Current standings, uh, where are we at here? Jolie is in first place. Jolie is two and four on the season. He is down three point three one units. Uh, oh, I'm in, I'm in second place. I'm two and four on the year. I'm down three point nine nine units. Uh, and Ryan is uh, kicking it on the back end, but he's gonna fucking knock it out of the park here. He is one and five. He is down four point eight units. Gilbert, I think you're the only one to hit a lock out of all of us. I believe. I uh, I believe so. I, I hit my, yeah. my first lock, and I hit the first game of the year with the Lightning, and I haven't hit anything since. This is ugly. All right, we're going to change it around right now, though. Uh, Julie, do you want to go first? I see you're making a movement here, or do you want somebody else to take it away? No, I'll, I'll go first. It's fine. All right. I just haven't written it down. Um, okay, so the lock will be we're going with uh, – we're going against Thor Lebowski and uh, Talon Jenkins and back in the, the jesting archer or BBC, whatever the fuck he calls himself today, uh, with the Ottawa Senators, <laughs> minus 155 at home to the Buffalo Sabres. Bad spot for the Sabres coming up north and uh, the, the Sands recouping after a tough loss to the Red Wings in a game in which they outplayed them. 
So we just we're just backing the the fact that the uh, yeah that the Sens are the better team, and and we hope we don't get out goalied. Um, dog would be the Arizona Coyotes plus one seventy. Uh, I think that they are uh, better than the markets getting giving them credit for right now, and uh, the Kings are kind of like a very volatile team right now. They, they play a good game and they play a bad one and, and so forth. So I uh, hope we can catch them on a bad one. Uh, so give me the Coyotes. And finally, a total. We'll work a few different options here. Not not terribly strong on any of them, but uh, we're going to go with the Avs Islanders under six minus one fifteen. Uh, two two great goalies, two great defenses, and the Islanders can't score really. So yeah, I think that the the under is the obvious play in this one. All right, for me, uh, my lock is the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Washington Capitals. I just think the Capitals are, are a really bad hockey team, and the Leafs should be much bigger favorites than this uh, with all their talent there. My dog, Flyers, plus 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 195 there at the Vegas Golden Knights. I think that's some great value there in the Flyers. They're, they're still sleeping on them a little bit, and they, they should not be as much. Maybe knocking off the uh, reigning Stanley Cup champs and give, handing them the first loss of the season. We'll fix that. And my total is the Hurricanes Lightning over six and a half, minus 120. I think there's going to be a storm of goals in that one. I'm sorry. I just thought Purdy pissed this game away. And also, Ryan, our locks collectively have been fucking awful. Why you got to lock the Leafs, bro? Uh, they're going to win. We're, 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 <laughs> we're, we're turning a new leaf here. Okay, I like that. Uh, for myself, for every, my locks. Every, every time I look at that screen, there's fucking purple guys <laughs> swimming on the grass. <laughs> it's been abysmal, bro. Holy shit. Uh, okay, for my lock, give me uh, Dallas Stars on the money line, minus 115 versus Pittsburgh on the road here. We talked about this game a little bit. Uh, this Stars team, what are they, 4 0 and 1 or something? Put some respect on Dallas's name, okay? I'm all over that. Uh, for my dog, this is a personal play to me. Uh, I got offered one of the most worst fucking trades I've ever seen in fantasy hockey. And so I got into it with the person that sent me the trade and we started fucking yelling. And part of this trade was uh, Elijah Pedersen. And fucking the guy said, oh, Canucks are absolute shit. Pedersen's been fucking awful this year. Just trade him away. It was Pedersen and Hiskinen and a third round pick for fucking Seth Jones or Verhey from Florida and a third round pick. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is absolutely ridiculous. So we got into it. We got into a big fight. And because of that, I'm taking the Vancouver Canucks to beat the Nashville Predators in regulation at plus 150. And when they inevitably do, I'm going to reach out to this motherfucker and just tell him how fucking stupid he is, okay? So Knucks are going to beat the shit out of Nashville. The hockey gods are on my side here. Let's go, Canucks. Uh, and then for my total... Uh, we talked about this Florida San Jose under seven minus 135. We just said Bobrovsky probably isn't playing. Who's who'd we say was playing for Florida? Stoli the goalie. Stoli the goalie. Fuck yeah. Let's go. I'll take Stoli the goalie. I've watched this guy be a stud before when he was with like Anaheim and shit like that. So yeah, who cares? Under seven. San Jose can literally can't score. And then Florida, they're a bunch of meats anyway. So you're going to give me an under seven at minus 135. I'm going to be all over that. All right, boys. Holy shit. We made it. Anything else you want to add before we go here? I'm proud of you guys. Eh? You guys do good. I was like, you, you as well. You as well. That was a long ass slate. Like they got to stop doing this. <laughs> there's there's going to be so many complaints that this is so long. I'm like, oh, I can only listen to 20 minutes. Okay, well, well listen, listen on two x, three x's, and you can you can get through it. Just come to the end and get our consensus plays and our lock dogs and totals. Okay. What, what what do they want us to do? Yeah, just and then just fade them. Say the pick, <laughs> not explain the reasoning. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, you know what? There's I love that. There's an old saying. It's called quit your bitching. All right. You get what you get. You don't get upset. That's what we used to say at my work. So this is what you're getting. You're not going to be getting upset. So fuck it. 
Um, all right. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got a massive Bukaki slate tomorrow. 16 games. Every team's playing. That's awesome. Uh, NFL is doing its thing. It's been an absolute wacky week in the NFL, so be sure to see what happens next week. Uh, college football, baseball, playoffs, rock and roll. And Ryan, any last little words here you want to get out for your boys in Philadelphia? Um, I might not be able to podcast the rest of this week because I, I have a tentative date with the uh, Ben Franklin Bridge for about 24 <laughs> hours, depending on what happens there. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, no, nah, they're going to win. Don't be dumb. We got you. Let's go Phillies, baby. Um, anyway, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, MMA and all that great shit, too, is going on. Uh, you can find all that information at the SGPN website. Be sure to check out uh, the articles. Ryan's fantasy articles has been absolutely killer. He's been doing an awesome job with that. But we get away from my beer. Little fucking alcoholic. Um, so he's been doing a killer job. <laughs> he's fucking drinking it, you dick. Um, so hell yeah, be sure to check those out. It's awesome. Uh, and then uh listen to the other shows, dude. Everybody else does such a wicked job as well. Shout out to our boy Jeff Fox. We shout him out whenever we can with the MMA podcast. Uh, he's an absolute stud. Uh, and then, of course, man, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. You're also not having a good time because we are having a good time in there. Hell yeah. Uh, so shout out to all of our friends and pals in there. If you want to get in the Discord but you're not, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. Uh, we'll be sure to point you in the right direction. You can also reach out to the HGP Twitter account. You're not jumping on that TV, you little bastard. You look at him. He's like, oh, he wants to jump on the TV, but he can't. Um, Anyway, so yeah, you can uh, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter, point you in the right direction. You can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Our uh, social media assistant producer will be sure to point you in the right account. He's absolutely killing it too. The guy's a stud. Uh, Shut up, Wings. And then uh, if you really want, what you can do is you can just go to, uh, I don't know, go to like a Galactic Senate meeting, you know, on Coruscant. And uh, if you're on there and you just so happen to see a supreme leader that kind of takes hold and manipulates the Senate to give them all control and thus turning it into the Galactic Empire, when you're at that meeting and you're cheering for this crazy-ass batshit motherfucker, you can be like, ah, you know what? You know how to get into the Discord? And our very own uh, Emperor Joel Sidious Meyer will be sure to be like, yeah, this is how we do it. Now let's go uh, operate or commence Order 66 and fuck up all the clones. Embrace the dark side, boys. Love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. Subscribe on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you listen. Leave us a five-star rating and review. All that good stuff. And we'll, uh, we'll read your review at the end of the show here. We'll leave a new one. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. I am a cat. Uh, meow. I am a cat. My name is uh, Bowie Jenkins. You can find me at uh, Talon underscore Jenkins 94. Meow. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can find me meditating on the plans for the third and final Death Star. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're fucking evil, I, I, and I love it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Meow. <laughs>